Hey, everybody. Thanks for downloading episode three of the Collector's Anonymous podcast. My name is Ben, and I am one of your hosts. And my name is Clint, and I am one of the other hosts. And also, you're an addict. I, yes, I am. I am addicted to collecting, period. Yeah, well, congratulations. I mean... I, I, honestly, that's that's the audience we're going for. So right. if you're addicted to collecting things and you want to know more about uh, the world of collecting and things that can fuel your addiction, then you've come to the right place. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can under you, you can have a friend in us, I guess, is the way to say that we uh, we're in the same boat and and we'll talk about it and get some views on how we feel about certain things. And you can agree, disagree or be indifferent and just enjoy our ramblings if it's up to you but you should stick around anyway Please. uh so it's been a week and uh a ton of new products have come out over the last uh seven days what have you gotten let's see so and i, I my stat my uh stash this week isn't massive by any stretch of the imagination but uh, it doesn't it's not bad I actually just a few hours ago went over to Hot Topic to pick up my Evil Cuphead I ordered online. So uh, keeping my Cuphead Funko collection intact. And I had some, I had a $5 off rewards to them. And it's when you're ordering one pop, it sucks here. You can't just uh, order that one pop and have it shipped to store. You have to pay shipping up to $10 to ship it to the store. So I said, all right, forget it. So they have... Um, these Rick and Morty mystery mini plushies that I, I bought with it. So this will be my second one. The other one I have is Jerry. I haven't opened it yet. So I was thinking about opening it on, on the podcast today. Uh, the only other thing I have is I am officially a tiny ghost collector. Now I, I, uh, through, um, through a secret, I'll say I did order a dapper mini tiny ghost. That sounds weird to say mini tiny ghost, but it is just I mean, that ghosts come in all shapes and sizes. So, well, right. But I mean, There's mini no tiny to... makes it sound like they're itty bitty, you know? Oh, I mean, they are kind of small. They are. And they are, but it, it's just funny saying ti- mini tiny. And I don't even know if it's the right order to say them in. Um, well, I think size. it's, I think it's the product name. Right. And then the qualifier and then the product name. So it would be a tiny ghost, mini dapper ghost. Right. Okay, but either way, uh, my well, point no. is maybe it's dapper tiny ghost mini or dapper mini, mini ghost t- mi- dapper <laughs> tiny mini ghost. We're not here to talk semantics, so I'm okay with whatever you want to go with. But anyway, happy to have them on board because obviously Mi- this is- no. All right, I got it. Mini dapper tiny ghost. There you go. Okay, mini dapper tiny ghost. So I'm excited to have now say that five spe- times fast. No, <laughs> <laughs> not happening. I'm excited to have them though because it is November. Um, I'm working on raising money for men's health for the Movember Foundation, and you bet he will be in some pictures upcoming. He's in my Instagram feed today at Collector Clint, and will be in others. But other than those three things, I think that's all that has come across my, we'll call it shelves, this week. How about you? Uh, well, because I fight against a horrible exchange rate. Typically, my spending is uh, quite limited, but I did manage to get the um, Spastic Plastic 3-pack that came out earlier in the week, which was the um, the, the Findu Chomp, which is the, the, the shark with the human tooth necklace that I've been waiting for for quite some time. I think they announced these at Fun Days. They did, yep. Um, so all the way back in what? When July. was Fun Days? July, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Findu Chomp, um, Frank Von Wiener, which is the, the hot dog mouth dude, and uh, Salty, which is the eagle with the bullet for a cigar. And uh, these are phenomenal looking, and I can't wait to add them to my collection. Um, and then I got uh, a Dudley Do-Right from the uh, Fan Expo. Um they released uh, a handful of them online uh, for a slightly inflated price, but whatever. And uh, the site crashed quite quickly, sold out pretty well within about an hour or so, um, if not sooner. 
it was basically like uh the um uh the toucan sam disaster of <laughs> earlier in this year that's a good way to state uh, that because that site just like it went nowhere fast um and people were very frustrated but i, I managed know. to get one in I was going to say, I don't know how we keep surprising all these sites, but we do. I, I just don't think that they understand how rabid people are about this stuff. I, I, like, exactly. You need to know your, you need to know how popular this stuff is. I mean, that, that, um, it lines up with what, um, with what certain conventions think of certain collectibles like Funko and like Lego and Hasbro and stuff like that. Um, like they just don't think that they're going to be as popular as they are. Right. And we like the fans try to tell them and the companies try to tell them and they're like, Hey, look, like this stuff is super popular. You need to be prepared. And they're like, no, no, it'll be fine. And then it's, it's not fine. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. Like it was a, it's been a slow week. It, well, for, right. I th- there were a few things that I thought about buying. Like I was in, I was at uh, Hot Topic or EB Games the other day, and there were a few things that I was like, oh, maybe I'll add those. And then I was just like, and then I applied my my tried and true method of, do I really need this? Does it belong <laughs> in my collection, et cetera, et cetera? And the answer to all of the questions is no. And um, so I didn't buy them. The program works <laughs> again. The program works. It works quite well. Um, so I was going to tell you, um, I, I uh, first of all, the Spastic Plastic guys, I know there was a concern that they didn't sell out immediately. They're not on Funko Shop anymore, so they're out now. So good pickup on your part. Oh, that's good the other, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just looked while we were, while you were talking, and I just popped in my head. But uh, good, I, I think those are awesome uh, additions, actually, and they're very good-looking. Um, the best Spastic Plastic, not that any of them are bad, but the best spastic plastic they've had so far. So a good pickup for sure. I like all three of those, Actually, no, especially the shark. So you can buy them separately. I just searched for salty on the Funko shop really? and he is there. Oh, all right. I gotta go look again. And That's where I looked. Maybe. Nope. I looked at, I looked at well. Funko shop exclusions. All right. Well, let me go. Look. It's on shop.funko, not the pop-up shop. Right. Right. That's where I was looking. Main site. But you have to do a search for it. So if okay. you're interested in getting these three pack, um, or individually, you don't have to buy them all at once. Um, they are available currently on FunkoShop.com or Shop.Funko.com, and uh, you can get the three pack for forty five, or you can buy them all individually for fifteen dollars. There's not a saving in buying them all. De- well, there is a saving of shipping if you buy them all together, but right. not. Um, the only, I mean, luck. So uh, one on one side of the coin is um, I was happy to get them because I wasn't sure if they would sell out. On the other side of the coin, I wish I'd waited because then I could bundle it with other stuff. Um, or wait, if it, if it even lasts long enough, get it with uh, oh, the three packs up there too, actually. Yeah, but there. you, yeah, but I mean, you could get um, yeah, but or get the discounts when they have like uh, they'll probably have a Black Friday sale or something like that. Yeah, so. exactly. So I mean, one one like I said, one side is kind of like, hey, I got them. I'm glad I got them. But on the other side, I could have. Like, but you know it's funny when these went out we were on the discord server we're all on chatting and um i mean people brought up some really good points you just never know what these things and a good example of that is the halloween not not a pop but halloween freddy they had uh-huh. i mean i was convinced for sure oh that'll end up on the shop that'll, and, and what happens for those of you who don't know they do the pop-up shop the announcement they have have it up there um usually i'd say about eight to 12 hours. And then if it's not done selling there, they put it back on their shop with a lot of other things, some common, some exclusive, et cetera. And, you know, you just never know where it's going to end up. And I was so sure that that pump, that Halloween Freddy was going to end up there and it did not. No, it's so it, right. And it sold out fairly quickly, actually. I mean, it didn't sell out in six minutes, like some of these ad icons have, but it also didn't sell out in three hours. It was sold out within the hour, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so I, I was, was dead wrong about 15 that. 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I was dead wrong. So you just never know with these things. And if you really want it, you got to go for it. And I think you, you were smart. Same thing with like um, the David S. Pumpkins three pack. You know, I thought for sure that was going to go. It didn't. So you just never know what's going to happen with these Funko exclusives that come releasing on their website. If you want it, grab it as the moral of the story. 
Yeah, I, I it's it's funny because you really just cannot tell. And I, I mean, I probably could I, actually I probably could have told um, with this specific release with the amount of um, general negativity towards it online. Every, almost everybody I was reading online was like, oh, no, I'll pass. This is crap, blah, blah, blah. Because they want specific items that they think that they can sell, like that they can resell. Right, right. This isn't one of those things that you're going to be able to resell very well um, because, you know, just because. But um, whereas like that Freddy, A, it was amazing. It is. It's um, an amazing piece. I agree. And uh, And people were like super hyped about it. So, I don't know. Teach their own, and don't get me wrong. I and I like, like I said, you just, I, I feel like you just never know with some of these things. There's been some of those that have been up there that last forever. There's some that aren't are gone instantly. Um, it just depends, like you said. So, I'll leave yep. it at that. But good, good pick up on your part. I don't think you did anything wrong by grabbing it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not sure, but <laughs> well, either way, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, regardless, it, it's, um, they're awesome looking pops and I can't wait to, the, the shark is really my favorite one of the three. Uh, <laughs> I got the three pack, I guess, just cause I figured, like you said earlier, like the, 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 you save on the shipping in the sense that mm -hmm. if you buy one, your shipping is six ninety five, And if you order three, your shipping is still three, six ninety five. Yep. So not, not each, but total, just a total. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. You say you, basically I saved some money by buying them all at mm -hmm. once rather than buying them all separately. Sure but, did. So it, it's funny. You say that the shark's your favorite since that's a, uh, Reese O'Brien design. Well, see, I love Reese. So I, I, mean, I get it. Oh yeah. But you didn't, you didn't know that before buying it. That's something that no, I did not later. Know that. So it's funny that you, you like that and then find out and you're like, Oh, let me, I, I get it. It makes total sense. And it does. I I'm with you. I think Reese does great work. So yeah. Uh, well done. Reese is definitely one of my, um, favorite, uh, um, toy maker. Yeah. He's, he's quickly becoming one of mine. So I, I would agree with you. Um, anyway, so we'll move into news. There's a ton of news. Actually, there's far more news than the amount of, uh, products that we purchased in the last week. So uh, we'll start with uh, BlizzCon. So if you are not aware of BlizzCon, BlizzCon is a convention in Anaheim at the Anaheim Convention Center every um, November-ish, October, whatever. Um, and it's run by Blizzard, the uh, entertainment company that makes games like World of Warcraft and Overwatch and Hearthstone and Diablo. And they announced a ton of toy news. Uh, so we'll start with... Uh, the Lego Overwatch collection. And uh, it was available for pre-order, I think, starting yesterday. Um, but they have announced six new uh, building sets uh, that are featuring uh, vehicles and characters in minifig form, including Tracer, Widowmaker, Hanzo, Genji, um, some henchmen, Soldier 76, McCree, Diva, Reinhardt, Pharaoh, Mercy, Reaper, and Big Winston. And these collections will be available January 1st, uh, 2019. So they come as like a battle set. So you get like, for example, there's one set, which is Tracer versus Widowmaker. Um, it's, a, it's a small, they're, they're all small sets. So they're only 129 pieces. So if you if you're aware of the way that Lego works, like that's actually really small, <laughs> or small, le yeah. little, not compared to some of their really large ones. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's really just a couple of minifigs and then like a single vehicle type of thing. Um, and they're only fifteen bucks, so they're pretty reasonably priced. Um, you build your payload, uh, your Overwatch payload, and uh, from like a iconic map. And then you have uh, mini, like basically two minifigs um, in each box. So uh, the Tracer Widowmaker one is you get the Tracer and the Widowmaker minifig. You get a satellite drone payload vehicle um, with a bunch of different stuff. And then character weapons. And that's it for 15 bucks. Um, and then they have a bunch. Of, so like I said, they have a bunch of them. So they got Hanzo versus Genji, Tracer versus Widowmaker, like I mentioned. Um, 
They have Dorado Showdown, which is a uh, 419-piece set, which is Soldier 76, Reaper, and McCree. And um, similar concept, you've got the minifigs, you've got... um, uh, This one has like a building facade, and then a payload truck, plus the weapons. Uh, There's Diva versus Reinhardt, which is slightly larger still because of the size of the two characters. Um... I might have I might have to get this one because I kind of want to build a diva set. Diva is my favorite character, so uh, yeah. Uh, Bastion cool. and Watch Pan, uh, Watch Point Gibraltar, which is a map. So yeah, so like I said, there's a bunch of stuff from Lego, and then you know, real quick yeah. uh, before you go any further, let's talk about Lego for a second and. Uh, you know, I, I think people, first of all, there's some amazing sets out there. I actually just got the Christmas catalog and myself, I don't really know why I got it. Cause I, I, anyway, there's some cool stuff in there. I mean, they have the entire Hogwarts castle in mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, you were talking about pieces. I think that one is 6,000 yeah. pieces. If I remember correctly, it's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, it's super expensive. Yeah. But anyway, um, but one thing I want to mention, you know, especially, you know, as people, even have kids about them is have you ever heard of anybody complain about a broken Lego? Mm, I've heard of broken feet because of Lego. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, that that's <laughs> kind of my point is it's a quality product. So yeah, they're pricey as hell. Um, they're cool as hell, but just keep in mind that you're get you're paying for a quality product when you buy Legos. And I think that's often ignored. Like you said, you step on them, they're going to hurt you. You're not going to hurt them kind of thing. And yeah, you hear about like the little dinky steering wheels or, or like in the Lego movie, the spaceman's helmet that's, you know, that I feel like it's a millimeter thick. So of course that's going to break over time, but quality product and uh, a really cool collector's item, I'm sure. So um, and, glad to hear. I mean, the price also has to do a lot with the license too, right? Oh, totally. They have like the biggest licenses on the planet. So I mean, if you go into a store and you you see the Toys R Us Lego set and it's like $79 next to like the Lego creator set, which is the same amount of pieces, but like 50 bucks, it's that Star Wars tax. Right. Well, I mean, even even Legos by themselves, the like you said, the creator, or you know, I'm thinking of the generic ones we had when we were younger, just with uh-huh. the yellow guy that wasn't a license yet. Yep. I mean, the reason those were even pricey is because they were quality products and, and yeah. fun. And, and, you know, I... I'm excited to get my daughter Lego. She has a couple Duplo bo- uh, sets we haven't opened yet. She has a bunch of Mega Blocks that she actually likes to play with. So we'll definitely be uh, a Lego building block family. We just haven't gotten to that point. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there because I always think people hear the word Lego and some turn out saying it's too expensive. And it's like, well, think about what you're getting. Think I, get, about the and I mean, to, that, to echo that point, like I think that um, – there, there really is a price point for everyone. Um, yep. wh- wh- like a lot of the collectibles that um, that are out there and like just the toys in general, they, they seem to have like a fixed price. Um, like for example, like Funko, most of these toys are $10. Um, yep. if, if there's an exclusive, it's usually like 12 or $15, but it's, it's typically like 10, 10 bucks. Lego, you can get uh, a blind bag for about three bucks and you can go all the way up to a Death Star for like $500. And there's products all the way through at different price points. So it's like you you really can't go wrong getting something that you are going to like at a price that's reasonable for you. Sure. Sure. Um, Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. You might think it's too expensive, which is probably true because you're looking at the thing that's too expensive. Right. I mean, yeah, we'd all love to have Hogwarts or the Death Star or the millennium falcon or or mm-hmm. you know some of these well, other sets, like I, I have the apollo 5 uh i was just gonna set. yeah i was and gonna make sure you mentioned that i never would have bought that for myself i got it in a secret santa um it's a hell of a secret santa but it anyway my uh, <laughs> it was on my um amazon wish list and i had put it into it was like a reddit secret santa thing mm-hmm. and uh they i guess they just saw that and they're like okay and that was one of the best red, like one of the best secret Santa gifts I've ever received. Uh, one of the best uh, secret Santa gifts ever received, not just you <laughs> in the history. Of secret I, mean, Santa. I don't know about that. I've seen some crazy, crazy secret Santa gifts. And, uh, um, actually that's a great segue because I, uh, Reddit ha- opened up their secret Santa, uh, unexpected re- segue. Uh, Reddit opened up their secret Santa this week. 
um, oh, and they I do it every year. I, I typically try to do it twice a year, but I, I definitely do it every every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they are trying to get to a hundred thousand uh, signups. Wow! And I think uh, they sent me an email yesterday, and they said that they had like twenty two thousand in the first like two days. Um, impressive. And the craziest part about uh, their Secret Santa is that they also employ um, like celebrities and they get um, like big brands involved in the gift giving spirit. So some of the best, like, well, not best, but like some of the biggest and most extravagant gifts are from like people like uh, Snoop Dogg or Bill Gates or Amazon or Voodoo or um, Samsung, that type of thing. But I mean, the percentage of you getting one of those gifts is very, very small. I think uh, if you go to, uh, I think it's redditsecretsanta.com. Let me see here. redditgifts.com. You can can look through the old galleries of past exchanges that they do. Because they also don't, they don't just do Secret Santa. It's really cool. They have, um, they have gift exchanges uh, almost every week, uh, the entire year through, and it's all different um, types of things. So, right, I'm looking through right now and just looking. I mean, they have um, at least ten. No, I'm sorry, there's sixteen posted here, just in one page, all 2018. Everything from children's books, coffee and tea, ugly mugs, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, football, kitchen goods. It's that's yeah, it's crazy. that's cool. Um, literally anything you can think of that you might want to like do a gift exchange with somebody, they've got it for you. Um, and so like, like I mentioned, I do, I try to do two a year. So I do the one in at Christmas and then they do a thing called arbitrary day, which is, uh, kind of like Christmas in July. Um, and it's the same, it's the same idea. Um, but the, uh, the Apollo, uh, the Apollo five that I got was for that. Um, yeah, but, uh, so they opened it up and then if you click through the gallery, I'm not going to go through it all, but if you sort by, uh, votes, you can see the, the highest voted, um, things. So like, for example, the highest voted, uh, the most amount of upvotes for any Secret Santa gift was this one where Bill Gates was this lady's uh, Secret Santa from two years ago, where um, FedEx drops like these massive boxes off at her house, and it's just like a stack of gifts um, from Bill Gates, and it's like an Xbox One, and a bunch of controllers, and like blankets and all sorts of other nonsense and then people got um from just like normal people like there's just it's the one thing about secret santa is that it um, it just makes me feel happy you know what i mean sure um like getting something in the mail isn't something that everyone gets no not anymore I mean, if we get something in the mail, we know it's coming from Amazon. We know it's coming from eBay, not yeah, random exactly. surprise from a random person, right? Mm-hmm. So it's always nice to, like, even if it's initiated, at least, like, you might get something cool in the mail. Yeah. So. No, I, li- I, I like uh, it. I urge you, if you have the means and you're willing to uh, to help uh, bring joy to somebody else. And, and, I mean, you get something in return. It's not like a charity or anything like that. Um, sometimes you get crap, but sometimes like some well, people, well, and I, so- I, you know, they have, they have spending limits on, or spending minimums on it. I, I mean, you don't have to spend, you know, however much your Apollo rocket was, but you right, have to spend exactly. a certain amount. So, yeah, I mean, I think the minimum is now $25 before shipping, Yep, which um, which is pretty average. Yeah. And, uh, but the, I've, I find that the majority of people that send items are, are well over $25. Like. I think the 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 cheapest gift that I ever received was something like sixteen bucks, but then I got like a board game that was like sixty five dollars one time, and I got uh, that Apollo Five, which is 
about a hundred bucks. Yeah, so. that's amazing. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, so I don't see signups yet for um, for so, Secret Santa this year. Is that correct? Secret Santa this oh, you're year right. it is open. There. You're right. You, you can sign up. Um, I signed up the other day. I, uh, like I said, if you have the means, if it's in your budget, I would definitely recommend signing up because I, I find that it's a blast. And the, the thing that I love too is just being able to go through everybody's gifts and see what people, other people got. Like I think last year, uh, it was either last year or the year before, I can't remember which, but, um, somebody got a gift from Voodoo, the, the digital locker movie service people. Mm Mm-hmm. And they sent him like $200 of voodoo credits, like three boxes of microwave popcorn and a fucking 4K TV. (laughs) Just to to throw that in there. (laughs) Like, I I mean, you're not going to get a 4K TV. uh, Like, let's be honest. But somebody is going to get a 4K TV. And I think that's really cool. That is cool. That's awesome. And if you're the jealous type, then maybe you shouldn't sign up because you're probably going to get super jealous and be like, oh, why can't I get the 4K TV? But I I think it's amazing that like even if it's not a company that's doing like that's sending it out, that like somebody is in the place in their in their life that they can send a random person on the Internet a 4K TV um, or a trip to see like a concert that they've never that they've always wanted to go see in another city, like that just amazes me, and it it brings me such hope for this world that <laughs> in, in in the darkness at least Reddit is doing something a little bit light. That's crazy. That's great. Uh, well, real yeah. quick, if you are interested in it, you I need to sign up and and uh, Ben said redditgifts.com by November twenty sixth. And mm-hmm. uh, most of the details are there. So if you're thinking about it, you have a little time. But did you say November 26. I did say November 26. Okay. Just I even checking. I even send out emails at work with November, and I mean I think people get a little annoyed about it. But I'm sure you, they do. That's how you spread the awareness, man. You got to keep it keep it on point and, and keep it consistent. So there's fair enough. Hey, consistency is important. I I, I grant you that. I mean, that that's anyway. marketing 101 over here. But regardless, um, the 26th of this month to make everybody happy is when the close ups uh, close for signups happen. If, if you're interested, I'm, I, this is a quick thing I'm looking at. I don't see a price, but I'm sure they tell you more. Um, uh, like well, so you, said, sign, you sign up for free. There's no, ch- there's no cost involved. And then, like I said, the minimum gift is 25 bucks. Right. And I don't, I don't see that listed on the sign up page or this initial sign once up page. You sign, once you click sign up, I think it's in that. I believe it. Like section or something cool. like that. Anyway. So there are 25,000 by the way, right now. Perfect. 75,000 to go. So if anyone's into it, get there now. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, back to BlizzCon information. So uh, one of the most interesting things that came out of BlizzCon is that Hasbro was announced as the Overwatch Master Toy License. So uh, if you're from uh, the, I suspect the majority of our listeners are Funko collectors. And uh, you may know the term Master Toy License from Funko and Rick and Morty. So what this means is that Funko has the, or well, in this case, Hasbro has the full rights to make all toys Overwatch. Um, Funko has the toy rights for Rick and Morty, which means they're the number one person or the number one company to make those products. What that also means, though, is that they can license out these brands to other companies. So it's not like Funko is not going to make Overwatch pops anymore. It just means that a, a majority of the money uh, that uh, is paid for these products then goes back to Hasbro because they're the master toy license. Uh, and then they have a deal with Blizzard that says X amount of dollars based on sales goes back to them. Um, I'm like 90% on, how, on I'm 90% sure on how that works. But I'm pretty sure they. I'm I'm fairly certain that that's exactly. Yeah, that makes so, total sense to me. So they announced um, uh, a new line of figures uh, called the uh, Overwatch Ultimates, and it's an assortment of figures coming out in January. They announced the first figure in that line, which is uh, Mercy, and looking at this figure, it looks absolutely amazing. It's super articulated. Um, like there's articulation at almost every joint. 
um, and everywhere that like a human body would be articulated. Um, I don't know how uh, tall these figures are, um, but if they're like three and a three quarter inch, then these things are ridiculous. They, these things are are very well um, articulated for all sorts of displaying capabilities. Um, in addition to that, the Hasbro also previewed a range of Nerf blasters um, in the style of Overwatch um, weaponry. And uh, her universe, which is the um, Ashley Eckstein uh, clothing company, the voice of Asako Tano, um, announced that there's going to be a bunch of Overwatch fashion, uh, World of Warcraft clothing, and uh, they're going to be exclusive on heruniverse.com, uh, Blizzard Gear Shop, and then a Overwatch collection for both women and men under the label will be showing up in stores later this month in box lunch stores and next month at Hot Topic. Um, and then Uniqlo, which is a Japanese uh, clothing manufacturer, uh, also announced that they have a uh, they had a Blizzard collection that came out earlier in the year um, because it was so successful. They have another new line coming out of exclusive designs available in the spring um, across all of Blizzard's franchises. And if you're familiar with the way that their product line works, um, they do. Uh, if you're sorry, if you're unfamiliar with the way that the product lines works, they have specific designs for each uh, gender, essentially. So they'll have men's, women's, and children, and then each one of those lines will have a variation of different stuff. So like, you may uh, you may not even get the one that you want because it's like for kids or something like that. Um, just the way that they design their uh, product, and then I think that's it. For BlizzCon. Yeah, it, quote, end quote. Well, I mean, they announced a Diablo mobile game that people are flipping out because they're so upset with Blizzard about, which I find hilarious. Um, did you hear about this? No, I didn't. So there's this new game coming out called Diablo Immortal. Yeah, okay, I knew that. Uh, it's a mobile game, iOS, Android. It's a full-featured RPG Diablo-like game for mobile. Um, but nobody wants to play it. Every all of the Diablo fans. So, I guess before BlizzCon, they uh, teased at a massive announcement for Blizz uh, for Diablo fans. Okay. And the massive announcement was this mobile game. Um, and so the Diablo fans feel like they've been slighted because they were expecting Diablo Four. Right. Um, but instead, they got a mobile game. Huh. So it's kind of, it, it made, it made me laugh. I mean, I, I guess I understand where they're coming from, but you know, that's why you can't give into speculation until something's officially announced. <laughs> yes. Um, this is very true. So the last piece of news that I've got for this week, um, is that, uh, we knew that Toys R Us was bringing back something called Jeffrey's toy box. Hmm. Uh, they announced that maybe three weeks ago that they were going to be bringing back Toys R Us um, to stores at some point in the near future. That future is now. <laughs> and the way that this is working is not the way that you think it is. They have signed a deal. So Toys R Us has signed a deal with Kroger-owned grocery stores. Uh, there are 600 of them uh, typically across the Midwest. You depending on where you live, you might not even know what a Kroger Kroger store is. Um, Kroger has a bunch of different brands. Um, they own a bunch of different grocery stores, Ralph's, Smith's, Fred Meyer, and uh, Kroger. Mm -hmm. And out, out here uh, in Colorado, they're called King Supers, if you were interested. So they uh, and they're owned by Kroger? They are owned by Kroger, yes. They, 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 so. oh, okay. In fact, we have gas stations here called Loaf and Jug. <laughs> yes, a loaf of jug and a, or loaf of bread and a jug of milk that are also owned by Kroger. So, um, interesting. Yeah. So the name. So just a heads up. There's a lot of different names for Kroger. 
Yeah. So, I mean, maybe check, uh, you probably know if you have a Kroger in your, in your area um, or a Kroger owned store. But uh, so the way that, like I said, the way that it's going to work is it's literally a box in a Kroger owned grocery store. So, you know, when you go to like Target or Walmart and in the middle of the aisle, there's a giant cardboard box filled with products. There are toy boxes in the middle of these stores that are labeled Jeffrey's toy box. And they have a variety of toys between, um, between what was it? 20 and $50. So there are, uh, there's 35 different types of toys in these giant cardboard boxes that are being sold like on end caps and in aisles um, labeled as Jeffrey's toy box, which I think is just, a fascinating and it's uh, it's fascinating and it's a really smart way for Toys R Us to um, like really cut their overhead um, because I think that's uh, one of the biggest problems that they had with uh, running massive like warehouse type stores is that they their overhead is just too high. Good point. It's a really good point, actually. We'll see. I mean, we, you've heard this tactic before. Um, I hope. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope it works out for Kroger and for for Toys R Us, to be honest, but I'm not holding my breath just because I feel like this isn't the first time something like this has been tried in toys. You know, you don't go to a grocery store to buy toys. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I don't know about that. I went to a Meyer store in, in uh, Michigan to buy a, a Lightning McQueen. So that's a good point. Possible. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I know they've done that, but have they done it since? Have they done uh, Has Funko well, done an exclusive since that? So Funko has exclusives with Kohl's. And they recently started doing exclusives with Michaels, like the, mm-hmm. yep. the art supply store. Sure. And so, I mean, I, I feel like as long as the company pays, like as long as their check clears, then Funko's willing to process whatever they want. It's a good point. I mean, and we'll see. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I, I'm just a little shaky on that approach just because, um, of past history. That's all. I, again, I hope I'm, I'm okay being wrong. This is not going to be an in- instance when I'm like, oh, well, they proved me wrong. I guess I'm an idiot. It's going to be all okay. Good. I, I want them to succeed. I'm just a little nervous that the approach based off history won't. But again, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. But I, 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 I like the idea. I like that they're keeping Jeffrey relevant. I like that. I like that they're having, I, I don't want to call high-end toys, but toys you know, with a higher price point. I'm, that's very interesting because... I feel like when you're walking down the aisle of a grocery store and your child sees toys, they're going to say, Ooh, I want that. I want that. And you might be willing to spend a $5 or something like that, but you're like, that thing's 20 bucks. And that's the lowest price item they have here. I, I don't think we can get anything. So, uh, I mean, well, I mean, it really depends on what they're, what type of product they're catering to. You absolutely. Know? Oh, absolutely. And I, I, that, and that's again, totally agree. It'd be interesting to see what they do and how they, uh, how they do it. Like, I mean, if if they're doing uh, Toys R Us exclusive items, then yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Kind of like it's kind of like if you go to Costco and it's like Kirkland brand. Like, are they going to have like Jeffrey brand products? Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what t- what type of stuff they throw in there. Totally. I saw a picture online and it looked like a really like weird off brand like doll set for forty nine dollars. So I don't know. Uh, exactly what they're up to, but mm-hmm. it's definitely interesting. Yeah, well, I, like you said, it'll be yeah. We'll see how it goes. So, but still, still interesting and uh, something to keep your eyes out for, especially since, as you mentioned, there's Kroger basically everywhere. I don't think they're as popular in the Northeast, but um, you know they're all over the Midwest. So, keep your eyes open. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's uh, according to the article that I read, there's 600 Kroger-owned stores. Um, across the Midwest. Yeah. So. so, yeah, great. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but that's it for news. Like, I don't, I don't have anything else. Um, you know, here, I, I got a little something since uh, I have to act like I contribute to this podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. There are um, this week. Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct, primarily about the Super Smash Ultimate game coming out for the Switch in December. Primarily? Was entirely about Smash Brothers. I think they, I think they threw in a little Diablo in there. At they the beginning. did definitely did not. Oh, oh they maybe didn't. they did with that amiibo. I, yeah. No, I think 
was separate, wasn't it? I I, can't, I honestly don't remember. I didn't watch it, I like, but I just I feel like that Amiibo was a separate announcement, but I could be wrong. Anyway, either continue. way, um, either way, that was absolutely the focus. So, uh, along with that, Amiibo is starting to make a little bit of a comeback. I actually went to GameStop today. They had Link and Bowser back in stock, so I know they're they're working on bringing back a lot of the old ones. So in case you want to actually use them in the game, they are not obviously going to be first prints, but they will be available to use. But they're also is there actually a way to tell though? There absolutely is. Uh, the main the main okay. way to tell between the new ones and the old ones is there's not a switch on the back because when these original um, oh that's a good point. Yeah, Amiibo came out as Wii U, and I, I they didn't and yeah, the really yeah. old ones didn't even have. The DS support, they had the little um, contraption that came separate with the DS or you had yeah. to buy separately. Yeah, so you're right. so forgot about that. that's one way to tell. There's also a printed um, indention number on the back that gives it away, but I don't know how you could tell one from the other unless you know. But anyway, um, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, for a collector's idea, just keep in mind these you know, are additional prints, and I know first prints are usually the most valuable. I, that's what all mine are. And, um, but along with that, there's also going to be, I think I counted, oh, and I forgot my count. I think it was eight new Smash series Amiibo. And I know, and let's see what they all are. So, um, well, first of all, th there's three of them that have already been announced and are coming out when this game comes out. That'd be um, Wolf, Inkling Girl, and Ridley, as I'm sure you're aware of Ridley. Those I'm very well aware of Ridley. Right. Those come out in December. Then in February, we get Ice Climbers, King K. Rule, and the biggest surprise is a piranha plant. <laughs> I don't know why it gets its own amiibo, Which but. Coolest, like, thing. Like, that piranha plant. Like, if I cared at all about Smash Brothers, I'd be playing as the piranha plant. Well, right. I mean, I'm, I, I think everyone's going to try it once and be all, this guy sucks, to be honest. But, I, like I said, I could be wrong with this and many other things. So we'll see. But anyway, that's. Uh, the free free DLC if you buy the game, right? If you buy the game before, before. the end of the year, if I if I remember correctly, yeah. So I pre-ordered it. So great, got it. Um, and then the other ones that are coming out are Ken from Smash Brothers or Smash Brothers, obviously, but Ken from Street Fighter. Yep, I gotta think of all these now. Pichu specifically, specifically Street Fighter Two Turbo. Yes, which I think is fascinating. Yes, um, to go along with that, Pichu. Obviously, from Pokemon. She was adorable. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, with the hat. Because I think yes. it has a hat, right? Um, I honestly don't remember. I, I'm not a big Pokemon guy, so I wouldn't know, to be honest with you. I don't remember that. Uh, what else is coming out? There's, um, I got, I'm trying, I want to get these off the top of my head. So I had them all a second ago and I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but um, they're coming out with another link. And I guess they're calling this one Young, young Link. So there's Link, Toon Link, and now Young Link. Um, and then there's, there, I think there was one more coming out in February of 2019 and I'm trying to remember what that, or no, those are just 2019 in general. I know Isabella yeah. from animal crossing is one of them it's that's coming out Daisy. and I'm trying to think what the last one was and it's driving me nuts. Daisy. I keep thinking that one's already uh, out wrong because he doesn't have Super a hat, Mario but he still so, yeah, Daisy. Horrible. So, um, you know. Oh, he's still adorable. You're, you're, yeah. Oh, and I'm sure there's a version, a player two version of him that has a hat, which I'm praying, as much as I pray, that they're not going to come out I with a like player two version of all of, of these. Failed, They've done that with a couple of them. And no, um, we don't need player twos. There's plenty of them already. That they... it, yeah. Well, I think people were like, no, there's already a million of these things. You know, we've already, now given you're not waiting in long lines and you're not, um, you know, they don't have the market they used to, but I think there's just so many of them that they don't need to, to do that. And I think oh, that sure. they, the response, bunch of other ones actually coming out. I'm just on Nintendo's website looking at stop. the lineup. We don't there's a whole biggest. platoon lineup coming out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, and I, that was just smash. I, yeah. I, and they're obviously, I know you mentioned Diablo. They're going to have an amiibo for that. There's, uh, um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me about the. I know they're doing Splatoon, different variants of Splatoon amiibo coming out, and then three Shovel Knight amiibo coming out. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I forget about the Shovel Knight because those were announced in like 2017, they're and I actually pre-ordered them, and I've had them pre-ordered on Amazon April now 9th. forever, 
And yeah, those have not come out because the King. According to Nintendo. Well, that's when the game out comes out. They're not but even sure it, about the Amiibo, but that's the date they've given them. And... Oh, good. Okay. I believe it. Great. Well, I'll take it. I mean, I've had them pre-ordered for so long. Shovel Knight is an awesome game. So I'm, I'm actually super stoked about that because, uh, I, I loved Shovel Knight. I loved, um, what was the next one? Spectre Knight. No, no, yeah. Plague Knight I never got into. And then King Knight is the new one to have complete the three-pack there. So very exciting stuff. I have that one pre-ordered as well. But anyway, um, new Amiibo, Amiibo announced for any gamers or collectors out yeah. there that need to finish off. I only have a Smart, handful of Amiibo. Smash collection. They're mostly Metroid. You'll so have I'll the get chance the Ridley. To, Well, it makes sense. And it, you know, it's funny because little backstory, I actually wasn't much of a collector um, for a long time. I collected a lot when I was a kid, kind of slowed down when other things came up. And then Amiibo got me back into it. My brother bought me two and I'm like, damn it, I don't want to get into this. (laughs) And then of course I did. And then once I kind of got my Amiibo collection. Right, right. Well, then as soon as my Amiibo collection was kind of completed or at least full for the time being, I'm like, well... You know, that's when I started getting into the Pops and Funko and, and the rest is history. So, uh, you know, they, they do have a special... A friend of mine and I have a really strong connection with them. We did a lot of fun Are you collecting complete and, on and, Amiibo? You know, trying to find good deals and everything with them. He's he's out of it now, but uh-huh. I'm still doing it. So, no, I'm complete with Smash. And right. that's... So you don't I have guess, like uh, the, Mar- the, like the Yoshi Mario. series. But other than that, I think they have holes everywhere else. I have a good chunk of the Mario. I have the first wave of the Super Mario ones. I have a, a, a number of the Animal Crossing ones. All I've bought on clearance. Uh, I have a few of the Zelda ones, a few of the Kirby ones. I surprisingly don't have pack, the Samus yeah. one. I don't know why I never went, got that one with the Metroid, but I never did. So, um, yeah, have... my favorite, and you're going to hate this, I think, are actually the 8-bit I ones have I have. I have two Mario. I have Mario and Link. I on think I have... I have... They're... I think I have yeah, Link I and Link I have both awesome. Mario's. So I think you have Link. Yeah, I think those are cool. I mean, I, I, they did a really good job with them. And I, I'd love to see more. A Samus one would be awesome. A friend that um, antagonizes me about Metroid constantly, and he's just right. like, "I'd love to see a Kirby." Um, he's like, "It's I think dead. Kirby's you got a, a logo," and I'm like, "In relation to Metroid Prime Four, I'm like, yeah." And then, and then the Ridley pop or the Ridley Amiibo was announced. Uh, Ridley right. Pop would be amazing, but um, uh, Ridley, uh, the uh, Ridley Amiibo, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm buying that." And they're like, "Why? Right. Like, you don't even play Smash?" And I'm like, "Look, if I don't support Metroid, they're going to forget about it." <laughs> it's true. I was actually talking. So I was hanging out with Gary, uh, Gary Nintendo Lee, our good friend, earlier today, and um, we were talking about. Super Metroid and Metroid because I have a Metroid shirt on today. Um, And um, we were talking about Metroid. I can't remember specifically why, but I was, I had mentioned that um, it's like one of the, the first games that, um, that I would play on Super Nintendo. Um, Came out in like 94, which is uh, maybe a couple years after the SNES came out, but um no, it came out in '94. I, that much, I can guarantee, yeah, I can guarantee that. Maybe '96. But I, um, I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Um, oh, we went okay at the time. So the okay. local video games, like the video, the where you used to rent video, like videos from, would have they had a Super Nintendo on display, and mm-hmm. I was friends with the employees there. So any time I would go in there after school, they would open the case, put sure. in Super Metroid for me, so I could play it. Um. So I would just go hang out there after school for a couple hours and play Super Metroid. That's awesome. And uh, yeah. And then eventually I got um, my own Super Nintendo and I never had That's Super sweet. Metroid for myself. We would always just rent games um, until years later when I was in college. I went through this weird like buying Super mm-hmm. Nintendo games on eBay. And I ended up getting a copy of Super Metroid complete in box for like 20 bucks maybe <laughs> okay um and then r- w- maybe a year or two ago I, f- I was i was talking to a friend and he's like oh, wow. uh 
he's like, oh yeah, I picked up uh, Super Metroid. It was like seventy five dollars, which is a really good price. And I'm like seventy five dollars. Like I paid twenty. Like if, uh, I guess at this point, like fifteen years ago. But Whoa. um. I'm like, I paid like 20 bucks 15 years ago. And then he's like, yeah, it's like a hundred dollars now. And sure enough, I looked up on, on like VG charting or whatever. And it was at the time it was like a hundred dollars. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, cause I had no idea. <laughs> right. I, I mean, those games went up in value pretty quick. And I, I mean, that's a collector, you know, I I'm, I'm one of those. I still have my SNES. I still have my NES. I still have all my games. Um, some in better condition than others, but yeah, like Chrono Trigger and Earthbound, those games go for a bunch. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I unfortunately never got. Um, oh, that's, that's Nintendo sixty four. One of my, I guess, if I have a Grail for a video game, it'd be the Conquer's Bad Fur Day on N sixty four. But anyway, is it complete? Is it com- my? What is what complete? Like, do you have the box and everything? No, no, no. These are all uh, my games. No, unfortunately, I uh, you have the cartridge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I played them, you know, <laughs> I played the hell out of them. So, yeah. Was... So like, like, as of right now, the complete inbox price for a copy of Super Metroid is $125. Wow. Um, and you can get it loose for like under 40. But if you want right. that box and manual and stuff like that, I wonder what I Conquer... still I think I still have the manuals hiding now somewhere. But Conquer yeah. loose is 55 complete 120. Yeah, I believe it. So that's actually right around the same pricing, which is interesting. It is. What's Earthbound since you have that up? Uh, Earthbound. I have a copy of that as well. Um, Earthbound loose is 155. That's crazy. And okay. Complete is six hundred and sixty-eight dollars and forty cents. I believe that though, because that that game came with the cart, the box came with the strategy guide, so it was a huge box. If you have it sealed, uh, you're sitting on two grand. Wow. <laughs> and then uh and apparently you can if you get it graded apparently there's a company that will grade your games uh you can sure. get a there's a there was the last one that sold was two thousand dollars wow um now that i'm down this path let's take a look here we got chrono trigger yep and i guess final fantasy 3 is probably the only other game that would be relatively high so we've got uh, Chrono Trigger loose is about a hundred bucks. Uh, complete in box, you're looking at about two forty. Okay. Um, if you have a sealed one, you're looking at about fourteen hundred dollars. Wow. Um, and then FF three or six, depending on who you ask. <laughs> right. Depending uh, what country you're in. Depending on how neurotic your Final Fantasy fandom is. Uh, <laughs> loose, right. you're looking at thirty five bucks. Uh, complete, you're looking at about one hundred twenty five. Sealed, you're looking at about. 870 nice and i have both those loose i mean yeah. again i played them so and I, I don't have any intention of selling anything but it's just fun to still say i have those games and still have mm-hmm. you know my, my snes works i still play it once in a while yep uh, luckily the classic helps take care of some of that on the hd tv and i can stream that but i can't stream um my super well, nintendo with so you can stream i mean you could have right. your classic and then get all those games but that's a good point. Um, a good point. I don't know how well Nintendo would like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, regardless, um, we're getting a little off topic here, but still fun it's to uh, collecting. Man, we're. Well, I was gonna say we stepped. We stayed on when we were talking about yeah the collecting part of it, but now we're getting into our personal hobbies. We're all on brand. Yeah, <laughs> so. I like it. We're on brand. That's what matters. Um, there you go. But uh, yeah, you were talking about amiibo, so. And then I yeah, and that, I mean that, that, that no, it, and I think we we wrap that up pretty well. But regardless, uh, you know, they're not dead like everybody thought. I guess is the moral of the story. Yeah, I mean, I feel like nobody should underestimate Nintendo's drive to try and make things work. Well, and what's funny is Nintendo's come out multiple times saying, guys, don't collect these. We want you to use them in the game. That's why we put them in the. I mean, they've been straight up the packaging, you know, compared to a pop or even a, a Dorbs from Funko is is not nearly as good, and it's very easy to damage. It's very hard to keep pristine. I mean, I have actually protectors on um, a whole bunch of my Smash ones that I got really good deals on. Yep. I wonder if they'll ever bring those back for a good deal. But my point is, um, you know, they, they've, been, they've been adamant saying, buy these to play them, don't buy them to collect them, and it didn't work. People still collected them, i.e. me. 
So, um, you know, they're not in it for the collecting portion of it. And they're not thinking of collectors when they do any of this. They are just thinking of the gamers. And I'm not going to lie to you. In my perspective, Amiibo do very little to assist with the game, especially for the price point they're all at. But as a collection item, I can get behind it a little more. Yeah, I can, I can appreciate that. So, yeah. So that's all. That, that's really all the news I had. You you took uh, or you did all you did a lot more research and it showed. Well done, sir. <laughs> I well, it was funny. So uh, like I said earlier, I was ta- I was uh, I was hanging out with Gary and um, on my way home uh, from his place, I was sitting on the subway and because uh, it kept I had opened up a bunch of tabs before getting underground. And uh, so I was just like scrolling through things, just trying to find some like topics to to chat about. And, um, so I just spent the like 25 minute trip home, like skimming through endless articles about nothing forever, ever, forever, ever. Um, (laughs) but, uh, one of the, 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 I think one of the coolest things that I did today was I, I helped Gary put up, um, some shelves for his pop collection. Um, unexpected. Uh, turn of events into a, a day of handy work um, <laughs> and putting holes in people's walls, which was kind of fun. And right, not uh, your own walls, which makes it even more fun. What's that? Putting holes in other people's walls, make it even more. Yeah. Fun. So that's the, that's the key thing. It was funny actually. So we were, we were unboxing some of his stuff to put into the, into the baseball uh, bat cases um, that we put up on his wall and I was like, this is my favorite part. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, unboxing other people's pops. <laughs> I'm like, it makes me want to go to Clint's house and just unbox everything. Oh, my God. You're not welcome here now, ever. <laughs> Even though I'm sure my daughter will beat you to it at some point. No, you're not welcome. to do- You can't come over. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll cancel that trip then. Right. Do it now because, yeah, you can't come over. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was just I told I, I was I was joking with with Gary. I'm like, yeah, I'll just fly to Clint's house. I'll unbox all his pops, leave just a giant mess of cardboard and plastic, and then be like, all right, peace, guys. <laughs> this was fun. See you later. Um, nice, but yes, I believe that would be fun. And I, I, I yeah. By the way, the uh, well, the uh, you'll get more into this, but the end product was fantastic. Yes. So. Um, uh, if you're not familiar, and I'm sure you are, but uh, the uh, Michael sells uh, baseball bat uh, cases, um, and they're the perfect height on the inside to hold a normal sized Funko Pop. Um, other unopened, other right? No, no, or uh, opened, open. Sorry, yeah, right. The boxes do not fit. These are all open. Um, but they they fit. Um, uh, all regular size pops and some slightly oversized pops. I think you can fit like a four and a half inch pop uh, inside one so of the spaces. So something that might something that might be considered big in box, you still could probably fit in there. Yeah, like if it's slightly. Um, there was one. There was a Teen Titans pop that we were going to try and put, we were we had tried to put in it and it wouldn't fit. It was too big. Um. But the clay face from Batman the Animated Series fits. So oh, like, nice. there's, like an... there's like a weird like a f- it, it, we didn't measure the inside, but basically there's a few millimeters difference between what can and cannot fit. Yeah. Um, but the majority of the like normal like all of the normal sized Funko Pops will fit um, out of box in these cases and you can fit comfortably between 12 and 13 of them. So um, a lot of these line, the lines that Funko produces um, aren't super heavy in terms of like a uh, number of items, unless it's like DC or um, Overwatch or Harry Potter, for example. So you could have multiple baseball c- cases of, of different um, lines. Um, but we chose from his collection, we chose the ones that have um, small uh, curated lines. So we put in um, we did a arrow flash TV um, display. Um, so we put all of the arrow pops that he had and all the flash pops, and then we put them in order depending on like, I, I came up with an idea for that one where um, we put arrow and flash in the middle 
And then eventually we put Supergirl because he had the Supergirl pop in there. So we put her in the middle. We put Arrow on the left, Flash on the right. And then progressively moving outwards, we had like their sidekick um, and then their rogues gallery. So it kind of like balanced on both sides. So like for Flash, for example, you have Flash, then you have Vibe, then you have uh, Killer Frost, and then you have a couple of others um, uh, like Zoom and Reverse Flash and so forth and so on. And then on the other side, you had um, Black Canary and um, Speedy and so forth and so on. Um, but uh, but the end product, like you said, was was really great. I sent you a picture earlier and I was like, hey, check this out. And I, I know Gary tweeted it out earlier as well. It, he did. And I actually just uh, retweeted it on our Twitter page if you wanted to see it. Yeah. So it uh, it really just like once everything was done and like all the all the little minor adjustments of trying to get stuff like drilled into the wall uh, was was finished. It, the, it looks really great. And it's nice because you get you get your collection off the floor or off a shelf and put it behind glass. And it just ha- it, it gives it a little bit of an extra uh, like something, you know. Well, it's, just, it's an excellent presentation is what it yeah. boils down to. Everything's prominently displayed. It's uh, it's safe, so nobody's going to grab and mess with it. it. It looks really sharp. Now, as I'm looking at this, and I, I, you're probably going to get on this, so I'm sorry if I'm busting your chops here, but you also he also put some um, on top of each of those boxes. Mm-hmm. And it, looks, it looks really nice. And what's one thing I really like, not that Gary keeps many of his pops in box, but he has one in specific, and I'll let you go to our Twitter page or his page and look at it. He has one, but in the inboxes, you you actually space them really well because the inbox fits not only fits there, it looks like it would fit on everywhere, and it looks really nice. So, um, yeah, and we did that. A, we cool. did that by design. So the way that we had um, the way that he wanted it was so that we could put a six inch pop on the mm-hmm. top of the shelf, specifically because. Um, for the flash line, because we knew we were going to put the flash pops in the case. Right. Gorilla Grodd won't fit in the case. And no, we knew that it was a six inch pop. So we put, uh, we spaced out each case um, with about six and a half inches of clearance or just, well, six inches of clearance on the top mm-hmm. um, so that the six inch pop would fit. And mm-hmm. the pop boxes are about six inches yeah. in height. So it fits perfectly if you have that like one-off pop that uh, you want to keep in box, um, or at least with this display. I mean, if you decide that you want to do this, you could absolutely do it however you want, um, and you don't have to necessarily copy this method. But that, like you, I mean, I can't say it enough. The end product is just. It works. Yeah, so- they look they look wonderful, and it works on. Now, if you're ever going to get like your 10 inch pops, that might be something to consider. If you're going to do more than pops, you, you know, consider that as well. But I I totally agree that this uh this display is is very very pristine, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean it, it, it's funny actually. Um, so like I've not put up a ton of um, like I'm not super handy when it comes to like putting up shelves and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. but we uh. But we we did the old t- tried tested true of uh, measure twice, uh, drill a <laughs> drill hole, once. <laughs> drill a hole, put it up, find out that it's crooked, drill another hole. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and that's that's the nice thing about these cases they 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 hide those holes pretty well. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I agree with that. We uh, I put a few holes into that wall, but I mean, uh, it's uh, it looks pretty good. So, so. You know, we're we're basically out of time for today. I know we're at an hour, but one thing I would like to see anybody listening, and, and we'll share that share this on our Twitter page for sure. But I'd love to see some displays that you have and that you like, and maybe even some displays that you don't like to talk about in the future. Um, and I'll do the same. I, I actually really want to redo my displays uh, for a number of reasons, and we and we can talk about that later. But I would love, you know, anyone who listens to this, share share what displays you have that you like or displays, you know, tell me who they are, but dis- delays or disp- displays of others you have that um, you don't like and tell us why. And I think that'd be an interesting topic to, to talk about on here and to share our insights and then help other people make decisions when deciding how to display any collectible. Uh, this has been fun. 
Absolutely. I look forward to doing another one at some point, probably next week. And um, I feel, thanks for I feel better about my collecting after talking to uh, to our meeting and going through our sponsor and everything else. <laughs> I wonder if we should get a sponsor. We definitely should. If you'd like to sponsor the Collectors Anonymous podcast, please email us at collectcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at collectcast. Yep. Also on Instagram with the same username of at collectcast. Thank you for listening. My name is Ben. I'm Clint. And uh, stay geeky. Word homies.